Sports with Katie Nolan is presented by Coors Light, the beer made to chill. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Don't touch Sean Connery. He's going to be touch- Oh, is Sean Connery here? Yeah, he just he likes to talk in the third person, and he just came in and said, "Stop what you're doing." I'm losing it. Hello, tiny treasures. Welcome to Sports the Podcast. Ends with a question mark. Starts with a question. I'm Katie Nolan. She's Ashley. Hey. He's Doc. Hey. Wow, it was delayed. What? You good over there? I'm fine. I was like, he's up. Hey. Was it that late? Yeah, it yeah, felt it was late, right? late. All right. Well, sorry. And this is today's question. Hi, Katie. This is Megan from South Florida, and I love your show. But don't love South Florida, even if we have Dan Levitard. And I've been trying to convince my fiance to move to Boston. And so I'm hoping, since he's also a huge fan of the show, that maybe you can convince him. Um, also, I think it would just really freak his giblets if he heard me on your show. <laughs> so, uh, help me out here. Help me get out of South Florida. And thank you. Love you. Mean it. Bye. Freak his giblets. That is amazing. I knew you'd like that. It's. I want to start using it. You will. On a day-to-day basis. I'm sure you will. <laughs> so, Megan, thanks for that. Thanks, you. <laughs> One of us is being genuine. One's being sarcastic. I'll leave it up to you to decide. Uh, this is easy for me. Get yeah. her out of South Florida. Now, I imagine I'm supposed to sell him on Boston. I think that's the idea. It's also pretty easy for me to unsell him on South Florida. Oh. I don't love Florida. Why? Do you love Florida? I like to visit there. Stop. Uh, not South Florida. Oh, you like North Florida, West Florida? I like, like the pan. You're more of a panhandle guy. <laughs> I'm, 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 I'm alright with the panhandle. Happening? What's happening there? Did he have caffeine or something? I think he's. I think our dop is short circuiting today. <laughs> <laughs> We've got a defective dop. Uh, no, I don't look. And it's a hot take to be like, I don't like Florida because you know everybody thinks Florida is kind of crazy. It's either full of old people or mosquitoes and insane people, and they've got like. A lot of bugs. Yeah. Bugs that I don't want to ever meet in life. Snakes. All that kind of stuff. But also no one's like, oh, you don't like Florida. But I just really don't love Florida. It's the humidity mm. is just a constant. You step outside in as, as little clothing as possible because it's so hot. And you still feel like you're covered in just like a a nice sweater made of stickiness. Yep. <laughs> Sticky sweater. Yep. Uh, my hair doesn't do well in that climate. And also, I, I don't know. It just feels like those people are different. They're just a different, they live in a different world than me. I've had, I've said this before, probably on this podcast, the white pants thing. I feel like everyone <laughs> in South Florida is just always wearing white pants and like a wedge sandal. Why is Boston so great though? Oh, glad you asked. Thanks. Um, so the weather is not probably the thing we should start with. Here I am starting with it. <laughs> it. I think Boston's great because I'm trying to think of things to compare it to South Florida and there's, they really have nothing in common. So if you really, uh, Megan, if he really loves South Florida, it's going to be hard to be like, you know, that part you hate. Boston's opposite. Um, but I will say it's a, a cool town. It's like a, it's obviously a city, <laughs> but it's, it's got like a town vibe. Because it's smaller. It's not like New York City. It's too big. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's accessible. You know, in South Florida, do they have public transportation? I don't think so. Ashley's face was, why are you asking me things they have prep for? <laughs> no idea. I don't know. Uh, but Boston's got a T, and it sometimes runs, so you can get around without having to drive. That is a huge plus. Uh, I also don't know if South Florida is still doing this, but in Boston, you can't smoke inside. That's nice. For most people, because sometimes you go to a bar in Miami or Pittsburgh, I recently discovered. Oh, you can still smoke yes. in Pittsburgh? Yikes. And I was like, what? what's happening here? It's just a very <laughs> different. Our parents grew up in a weird time. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, yes, you can't smoke inside. That's number one. <laughs> There's a there is an option for public transportation, but it likes to keep you on your toes. That's two. Uh, the sports teams are great, and there's a passionate sports community, as opposed to, I imagine, Florida, yes and no, but not as much. Yeah. I mean, it's got that real sports thing. And since you said 
he listens to this podcast, he must like sports, at least sports adjacent things, mm-hmm. things that kind of involve sports. So that's a good. Boston's really good for that. Um, I thought it had, I was outside of Boston for three years in high school and I thought it had a, right. a really cool that. family vibe almost. Like if you were from Boston, you were in this really cool club. Yeah. And it's I, not a great selling point for people that aren't from Boston. I was thinking they're the trying thing. to go to Boston. Yeah. But if you're from there, we love you. If you're, if you're from the outside, we're not always, we're always the nicest. <laughs> We're trying to sell him on the show. I, uh, we can't lie. And it's got a great music scene, too. Great music scene. Great yeah. music scene. A lot of great yeah. places to see shows. Right. Not Harper's Ferry, because that's done. Yeah. The Harpoon Brewery. Yep. There's it's a brewery. Delicious. There's Sam, Sam Adams, Adams, the very first craft beer in America. Google it or don't. I don't know. I'm, <laughs> it's what the founder told me. Oh. Yeah, that's right. Name drop. His name's not Sam Adams. It's uh, John Adams. Cook. John, John Adams, uh, George Washington. Uh, yeah, it's got a lot. It's got a rich history. If you're into that, I don't really care, but sometimes people do. Mm-hmm. It's got a rich history. And uh, we both have our hands on our hips. I'm not sure why. I think it's because we're trying hard to sell a thing that. Is Salem can... close by? Cause you go see like old, like historic, like witch trial stuff. Yeah. It's I mean, in the same state. Yeah. It's not close, but it's also like. You don't need to go to Salem to see historic stuff. It's everywhere. Growing up in Framingham, Massachusetts, I took a billion field trips that were just like, look at this old thing. Here's the Freedom Trail. So what you're saying. Abercrombie and Fitch. What you're saying is people are, there there are things that you can do like little day trips to that are close by. No, that's what you're saying. Oh, oh, sorry. That's what I'm saying. (laughs) There are things you can do that are, which is the opposite of of South Florida where you have South Florida and then there's nothing but marshland. Exactly. Here's the thing you can't do in South Florida. Apple picking in the fall. Oh, the fall. That is the best. Now, fall is a a season that used to exist uh, for a period of about three months, two to three months, that now is about a a solid week. Yeah. Right before winter kicks off. Uh, And although it's it's short, I do think you'll like it. I think you'll find it's a really good time. You can wear like a hoodie, like a sweatshirt and shorts, which is great. Again, it's only going for a week, but it's a good week. <laughs> the leaves Such change colors. They're it's very pretty. Really pretty. We've got lakes instead of bog. No, we have bogs. Swamps? We have cranberry bogs instead of swamps. Um, you know, it's a good place. The sports stuff, though. Let's lean in on that. It's the best part. <laughs> you can go to all that stuff. Um. I was going to say, it's probably not as expensive as New York, but it's probably more expensive than South Florida. Yeah, probably. I don't know. The people are nice. Kind of. My favorite thing was always you get a bar and that's your bar. Like you learn the bartender's name. You go in like they know you. They know your drink. Like there was a lot of that in Boston. Miami to me feels kind of, is the word transient or transitive? The Like everyone is in and out. Oh, it's almost akin to Vegas in the way that like people come in, people leave. People, and there are little communities of like we live here, but you got to find like the specific bar that's for the locals. Whereas in Boston, it's kind of all of that. Hmm. Those bars are everywhere. So I think that's cool. And you could sing shipping up to Boston on your drive up if you're moving there over and over and over again. Or... You could not do that. <laughs> That's up to you. That the the power lies in your hands. Or you could sing, "I think I'm going to Boston." Or again, or you could not. Oh, either way, either way. Uh, and the North End has great Italian food. There's that. So that's it. I'm so I'll sold. see you guys. Let me know when you guys are moving. And I'll hook <laughs> you up with uh, all my my friends and family. It's just, well, my parents, you don't want to be friends with my, but my brother lives there with his very soon to be wife. Ooh. Who's my favorite, Julie. Um, and you'll have, you know, a ton of friends and you can be like, oh, we moved here. Like we know Katie Nolan. And then people will be like, who? And you'll be like, you know, Katie Nolan, she has a podcast and they're like, who? And then you'll just get drunk together and it won't matter. And they'll forget that you said that weird stuff. Uh, Megan, I hope that answer. Made you freak your giblets. <laughs> uh, if anybody else has a question they want answered, feel free to leave us a voicemail. The phone number is 860 506 
5571. That's 860-506-5571. Save it in your phone. Call us. When you want to call that person that's in your phone that you know you're not supposed to call, you know who I'm talking about. Call me. Leave me a voicemail. <laughs> and ask me why we always call that person we're not supposed to call after a couple beers. Ashley's looking at me like she's never been through this experience in her life. No. Never? Like a drunk dial? Of course I have a yeah. human. Yeah. I know, but you're such a good human. Okay, today on the podcast, we're going to talk about the finals. The Warriors-Cavs take four. Uh, the new season of The Bachelorette. And probably some other stuff. Lots of stuff. Lots of stuff. <laughs> we could have called the podcast Stuff! <laughs> we wouldn't need the question mark. Uh, but before we get into all that, today's podcast is brought to you by Stitch Fix. Oh, is that a new... Is this our first? Yeah. Ah, oh, damn. Okay, before all that, today's podcast is brought to you by New Advertiser... Mm. Well, I knew it was coming. Yeah, me too. I'm anyway. not sure what you expected. I thought you was gonna. I thought you were gonna do like a different sound effect. Not sure why you think that. Stitch Fix. Woo! I'm gonna tell you all about what Stitch Fix is and why you should use it in the style of Ashley. Why don't you do this one like you're a kindergarten teacher Ooh. trying to keep control of her unruly students? Ooh. Oh gosh. Good luck. Oh, thanks. Yeah. Wait, do I actually have to keep control of unruly students? You said good luck. I got scared. Like, I just waited for you to get up and open the door. I was like, damn it. No. Don't get any ideas. All right. Um, what do, can, can I do it like during... It's, it'll be like story time. So we just sit down. Okay. And then they're being unruly. Naturally. Because that's when they are. Normally, they're very ruly. But around story time, they get unruly. Okay. Gather around, children. It's time for a story. Style. Some of us have it. Some don't. But just because a sense of style seems elusive for some, what is the reading level of this book? <laughs> it doesn't mean it's impossible to attain. Sarah, please pay attention. There's no time like the present to discover that style you never knew you had. And you can, with a little help from our friends... At Stitch Fix. Showing the pictures in the book at this point, okay? Just picture that in your head. Sarah, hands to yourself, okay? Thank you. <laughs> Stitch Fix has reinvented how we find and buy clothes. Just answer some basic questions about your sizes. Tommy, what did I say about keeping our hands to ourselves? I said we should do it. You seem to have forgotten that part. Just answer some basic questions about your sizes, favorite styles, and budget right from your laptop, smartphone, or tablet. Ooh. That's right. Your personal stylist then springs into action, hand-selecting five brand-new clothing items just for you. Showing the picture again. There's a lot of pictures in this book. Logan, get your fingers out of your mouth. Are you eating something? Did you find that on the floor? Spit it out. We'll talk about this after. He's going to die by the end of the Oh, God. I mean, what is it? It could have been anything. I'm also treating them like they're dogs. It's not that far off, right? Pretty accurate. Yeah. Stitch Fix's styling fee is only $20. Come back. Come back. We're in the middle of a store. You can't just crawl away. Are they crawling? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, or walking. Yeah. What's it? Tommy, honey, come sit on your pillow. Crisscross applesauce. There you go. Let's see if it's encouraging. <laughs> Who's a good boy? <laughs> uh, Stitch Fix's styling fee is only $20. <gasps> Ooh. Which is applied as a credit toward anything you keep. Once your items arrive, try them on and only pay for what you keep. Don't like something? Need another size? Just send the items back. No questions asked. And shipping is always free both ways. No way! You have no idea how amazing that is. <laughs> shipping is a bitch. Get your fix <laughs> whenever you want or sign up to receive scheduled shipments. The choice is yours. I love Stitch Fix and I know everyone... You, you will, will too. too. 
Hurry to stitchfix.com slash Katie to get started now. Keep all five items in your box and you'll get 25% off your entire purchase. That's stitchfix.com slash Katie. Stitchfix.com slash Katie. It was an old piece of gum? <laughs> Why would you want to eat that? Ugh. What fucking time is it? When can I leave? So that was me as a teacher. Wow. Uh, yeah. It was, the kids are learning a lot. What else do kids do other than put things in their mouth and touch each other? Uh, smash things, break things, uh, wrestle, finger painting, pull hair. That sounds terrible. Like dump stuff. Just, I bet a kindergarten teacher would listen to that and go, I wish that was unruly. Like, but you, you yelled at three kids. You only said once. <laughs> that must be the hardest part. Not swearing. Yeah. Not the shaping of young minds or the, you know, having their life in your hands, but the not being able to curse for me would be the deal breaker. <laughs> I haven't figured that part out yet. Uh, okay, let's talk about some news. Yeah. We got the finals, NHL finals, NBA finals. That's happening. Pretty exciting. Yeah. Uh, thing I noticed, just to jump right in and not start at the beginning, you guys can correct me. Um, it's kind of funny that in the NHL, we've got the Golden Knights, who've never been a team. I don't know if you know that. Wow. Yeah. It's their first time teaming. <laughs> uh, playing against the, uh, the Caps who, like we've said for a long time, like they're just, they're like a sad sob story for, like they're a, a tortured franchise. Mm. And then in the NBA, we've got the two teams we've always had. It's like they're the <laughs> complete opposite. If you like teams that have done this before and that do this a lot, then you go to the NBA. If you want to see two teams that like, Oh wow, who's gonna win this? It's, either way, it's crazy. The NHL. Something for everybody. Except people who don't like sports. I don't have anything for that. They can watch the pregame show for the The what? The, the pregame. The pregame? <laughs> be- before the game they have a grame. <laughs> and then before the grame there's the pregame. There's the pregame. The pre-game. Well, so where does the pregame show fall? Is that between the grame, the grame and the game? And the actual game. Yeah. Okay. I just want to make sure I had that. <laughs> I want to make sure I had all of it. Um the Golden Knights won game one, right? Yes. Six to four. Yep. Uh, I, and I, I don't know. I feel bad. I feel like someone should be, root- I'm rooting for the Golden Knights. Hmm. Why like do you somebody, feel bad about Because that? I feel like, you know, if it were any other year, you'd be rooting for the Capitals because it's like, they finally did it up against a powerhouse that's been around for, but it's like, oh, there's no, you can't be the underdog in this series because yeah. the Golden Knights are, are again, teaming for the very first time (laughs) i don't know i don't know any unbiased fan and by that i mean like not a fan of one of the franchises that would be rooting for the caps i feel like everybody would be rooting for the golden i know that's why i'm saying i feel bad oh that's why you because there's got to be you know if i've learned one thing it's if you want your numbers to go up in this industry do the opposite of everybody else Mm mm-hmm I can't just sit here and say I'm rooting for the Caps. I know. It's kind of fun to root against Ovechkin, too. I know. I feel what? bad saying that. Are you serious? Yes. That was all Top had to contribute. <laughs> just wanted to know if you were serious. I can't believe that. What I mean, what is it? It's not like he's a bad guy in the NHL. Do you think he's a... Well, I don't think he's a bad guy. Do you think he's a bad no, guy? No, he's not no, a bad no, no, guy. No, He's just, you know, if, you're, if your team is a rival, if you're a Flyers fan and your rival is the Capitals, one of them... You're not going to root for them. Oh, you got the word so rival doesn't rivals. mean anything anymore. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Wednesday night rivalry. The Canucks versus the Panthers. Remember that one game six years ago? It got heated. Tune in Wednesday to see the next chapter in this storied rivalry. Oh, I got it. Storied. Because you said chapter. Oh, yeah. It wasn't. Oh, you that didn't? was nazi. Oh, yeah, wow. I didn't do that. It was on purpose. Oh, okay. Yeah. Nope. You could hear my brain shut off three times during that little sarcastic <laughs> thing I just did. It was like, yeah, I don't know if this is worth it, but I'm going to lean in on my own bit. So are you rooting for the cap step? Yeah. Then? I, you know what? Here's the thing. And that's why Dop is going to make it in this industry. <laughs> no, but listen, I, I've i been rooting for the Golden Knights the entire time, but now we're at How the, do you emphasize it like that? The Golden Knights. Isn't that how you say it? How do you say it? The Golden Knights. Oh, you don't put an emphasis on the... Ashley um, says the Golden Knights, which is so weird. That's, the, gro- I feel like that's gro- weird. the Golden, <laughs> Golden Knights. <laughs> everyone, I feel like everyone is just rooting for the Golden Knights because it's a new, exciting story. And yeah, I, and I'm at that point too. Yeah, but also guys like, like I would love to see Ovi be able to get a cup. 
Ovi, he says. Like a guy who watches hockey all the time. What? No, it's, it, was, it was really good. I'm sorry. You can cut out the part where I make fun of you. But it was, <laughs> it was really good. I just – I would love to be able to see him get something and that team is a team. I mean he's like the Chris Paul of the NHL in my opinion. So uh, I, <laughs> do I need to explain? Do I, do I really do need it. to explain? Yeah, we would love that if you could. It's just uh, – That was all he wrote down I think. Yeah. <laughs> This is like that time he said, I feel like you guys are Michelle Wolf. And I'm Sarah Huckabee Sanders. And we said, tell us more. And he was like, no, I don't have more. The idea of a player who has been so good in this sport, like one of the, one of the greatest of the modern generation of Chris Paul? Yeah, of the modern generation. One of the greatest of the modern generation? Yeah, what, well, I guess we should just, just, obviously you're thinking modern generation is different than what I'm thinking of modern generation. I mean, what, I'm, I'm thinking. Why like, don't you go ahead and define, you, set the term? We're going to let you do this argument if you set. You just got to set the. You got to tell us. I think. I think 2000 and on. I mean, from the turn of the century, I'm saying he is one of the greatest basketball players from 2000. On. So, like top five? No, 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 no. I would say probably top. I could. I would probably say top 20 though. You one of the greatest is obvious. Oh, okay. Let's just go ahead and frame this as a new segment. We're doing this live. Brand new segment called like develop your take. <laughs> Let's take. Let's have a let's. Uh, I don't feel let's, good about this. Oh, let me keep thinking this through. Let me. I'm gonna find the. You're pun. gonna develop. I'm gonna find this. You're gonna take yours. it in the oven. You're gonna take take it at 375, <laughs> like baking it. It's a, oh, a take it. sale. Yeah. yeah. Ooh, a take sale. We're getting ready for a take sale. <laughs> so what Dop is bringing to the take sale? He's gonna try to sell us this take he baked up, but we're gonna help him bake it. Ugh. So your your take yeah. is that. Uh, so the overarching take is that. Ovi is the Chris Paul of the NHL. Yes. <laughs> Do I have that you right? You can't even say it without – I know, on. Doc. That's your problem now, not mine. Uh, okay. So you said that Chris – that they're both the, – sorry. You, I would like you to say it so I don't get clipped off and, okay. yeah. and no, no, written yeah. about yeah. an awful announcing. Yeah, sure. Uh, I think that – I think that Ovi is is the Chris Paul of the NHL with the fact that he is one of the greatest players in the sport of the modern generation, which I think is from the turn of the century on. And I would love to be able to see somebody who is so good and has done so much for their team to be able to finally win a championship. And now I understand Chris Paul switched teams. I, I get that at this point. He's, he's a little bit of – in my I feel like he's a ring chaser. Uh, but it doesn't bother me. He's still a great player, and he has fought through injuries. And there's just so many things that I think he's one of those people that I would love to be able to see get a ring. And I think of which one of them are you talking about right now? Both of them. I think I wish Chris Paul or the NHL's Chris Paul. I'm right now. I'm talking about the NHL's Chris Paul, but I'd love to see Chris Paul get a ring too. I think he's deserved it. He's put together a great career. He's had so many injuries that are just super unfortunate. It's not his, and he's not a bad dude. I don't think. Have you met him? No. Yeah, he's not. I say that in the you know grander scheme. I don't feel like he's a bad person. I no, I agree with you. I love Chris Paul. Yeah, I also had a whole debate with someone the other day that they were like, "Do you think Chris Paul is attractive?" It's like, yes. That person was staunchly no. I'm like what? Wow, that's objective. Like that's not like a. I think he's so cute. Me too. It's not that we objectify athletes here no. on sports. And this, I'm interrupting your take. No, I did it. That's it. That's that's. Do you, I don't understand how that's so crazy. Am I? Well, like, it's not. It wasn't that crazy. Like I guess I get it. Like loosely, it's I, very recency bias. Sure. So you feel, you feel like you made your take. You feel like it's fully like I, it's. Yeah. Did you stick a toothpick into the middle and pull it out, and it came out dry. <laughs> yeah, it came out all the way and everything. That's I'm fine with that. Also, you feel good about it. I, I mean, that was sort of. I mean, as good as you can feel when you're, when you're baking for the first time. As good as you can feel recipe. when you don't know how to Google anything. <laughs> All right. That was really hard, actually. Like the yeah. idea of like, I'm not allowed to just say something. I actually have to have something behind it. Crazy, right? I don't know how you do this all the time. It's called being a woman. <laughs> There's never not a follow-up question. and You never don't have to prove your knowledge of anything even tangentially related to what you're talking about. I will say that segment was fun for me because we just got to... Listen. Do what Dop does, which is every now and then go, yeah? Hmm. You think? Tell me more. I could really get used to that. Well, now that that's out of the way, <laughs> uh, I mean, it, it, 
to 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 go to the um, Alex Ovechkin of the NBA uh, to to the <laughs> to Chris Paul, except not really because he's done. First of all, they missed how many consecutive threes? Twenty three Monday night. What? Twenty three consecutive threes. Forty three. Yeah, I thought it was twenty four. Oh, <laughs> but take off. Oh, no. I Who got it right? Oh, Job no. says 23. Ashley says 24. There can only be one champion. The Rockets missed 27 straight three-pointers during you were, oh, you were both wrong. You were both wrong. And I knew it the whole time. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Man, can't get good help these days. <laughs> wow. <laughs> 23, 24. Add the two second numbers together and you get the truth. 27. Three plus four is seven. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah. I was trying to make a the truth joke. Yeah. We're doing well today. 27 straight threes. Wow, that stat really freaks my giblets. <laughs> I hate you. <laughs> I don't think they, I don't think it's a thing it does to, I think you freak your giblets. Like, I'm freaking my giblets right now. I don't I think your giblets get freaked by an outside party. I'm still learning about my giblets. We'll get okay, there. Okay. We'll get, <laughs> right, we'd like to learn more <laughs> about your giblets. At what point in 27 consecutive missed threes, at what point is it now the yips from there on out? Mm. I'll say after you hit the 12th consecutive missed three, you're like, ah, f- we're doing a thing where we missed threes. And then mm. by the 20th, you're like, we will not make another three. <laughs> there's no way, like, at some point your mentality has to shift. Because yeah. there's the first few where you're not even aware that that's happened. Then you're like, oh, have we not hit a three in 12 threes? And then you're like, overly aware of it. And then you're just like, succumbed to it. Yeah. That is tough. And watching Alexander Ovechkin react to it. I'm sorry. Oh, it was Chris Paul. <laughs> Watching Chris Paul react last night. I mean, Monday night. It's so hard. <laughs> it's Tuesday here. Uh, yeah, it was tough. A tough thing to watch. But anyway, so here we have, for the fourth consecutive year, the Warriors and the Cavs in the final. And everyone's got takes on it. I know Dop does. We don't have time for any more of Dop's takes today. <laughs> I wish but- I could take my take back. <laughs> <laughs> take back. New segment. Ooh. Start thinking about it. I'm um, giving away all this gold. <laughs> but like, you know, how do you feel about four years in a row, the same teams in the final? I think it's kind of great. I feel like we're in the middle of history. Like when we're older, we're going to look back and say to the kids like, oh, you don't even understand this rivalry. Like, Why are we talking like that? Because we're weird. older now. Oh, that's such a weird thing to We start do. smoking cigarettes tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> You know, it's almost like the way people talk about, and I understand it, this rivalry is in its infancy comparatively, but it's kind of the way people talk about Lakers Celtics. They're big on rivalries today. I like it. Ooh. But no, you're right. Like, uh, my first reaction was like, again, like I was rooting for the Rockets. I was obviously rooting for the Celtics. And then when the Celtics lost, I'm like, okay, the Rockets have to win. We can't have that again. But I realize that's because I'm looking at it in a really myopic way. One, because our job is to talk about these games. And right now, in this period before the games start, uh, what is there left to say mm. of talking about the matchup, of getting people hyped, of finding storylines? It's kind of tough when it's like, yep, again. <laughs> so that's super selfish because, yeah, the games have been great. Uh, mm. It's not like it's not entertaining to watch. It's just like I like talking like the, the Golden Knights have been an awesome thing because it's like we can talk about this like it's never happened before because it hasn't. Right. Uh, so that makes that tough. So I'm being selfish in that regard. And then, yeah, you bring up a great point that we're also being in the, mo- too in the moment of like, oh, another one when we'll look back on it the way we look back at, at, you know, Celtics Lakers was 62, 63, 65, 66, skipped 67, and then 68, 69. Jeez, so two wow. years with a year in between. Like that's a, that's nuts. That's a lot. Yeah. And I doubt, I mean, I don't know, we can go back and dig through the archives. But I doubt there was TV. I'm sorry, I just wanted to make sure there was TV before I said a joke about people on TV talking about it. <laughs> oh, gosh. No, I doubt people were like, ugh, again. They were probably like, yes. Yeah. The two best teams. Mm-hmm. Um, and so maybe we're just spoiled and we're always wanting something new and exciting. And everyone will always have something to complain about. But I think you're right. We should just be grateful to be able to see this. 
I hate that I finally came around to that on LeBron the other night. I've, again, I'm not a LeBron hater. I'm not a person who's like, screw him. Mm-hmm. Unless, I mean, don't ask anybody I watched the game with that night because, you know, when you're playing against <laughs> yeah, him. Yeah, that's different. Like, that's you big baby? Why are you such a baby for? It's all I just those two lines over and over. There's <laughs> nothing else to say. But you do have that moment of like, man, we're going to look back and be like, we got to see LeBron play. Yeah. I still haven't seen him play live. I'd like to do that. Oh. Yeah. That would be nice. But he's just on this other level. Yeah. Um, and so I think we'll do the same probably with, with this series. But, I mean, four years in a row of the same thing. Can the fourth version of something be good? I think so. Like, I feel like we should look at movies. Oh. Wow, you both acted like this wasn't a thing we had planned. <laughs> what? Well, I based like on the rest of the You podcast. mean like films? What a good idea. Franchises that have had four or more <laughs> and will examine the fourth one? What a novel idea. Yeah. Like, you know... Fourth, uh, the fourth Fast and the Furious movie, which was called Fast and Furious. Huh. I really uh, <laughs> interesting naming convention for the fourth one. Right, they just lost the the. Um, I don't. I feel like by the time you get to the fourth, to take a step back, I will get into Fast and Furious in just Thank one goodness. second. But to take a nice step back and look at the bigger picture, a fourth movie has a couple. It could do a couple things. It could be the reinvigorating of a franchise. Mm-hmm. Like, we're bringing it back. You thought we were done at three because trilogy is a thing and nobody knows. Is it quadrology? Like, <laughs> no one knows what that next word is. So they usually stop at three. But the fourth is like, we're back. Or it could be the final one of like, this is the last chapter. We're closing it up. Or it could be a terrible attempt to capture what was great about the first three and it's going to be interesting to see this series, you know, Cavs, Warriors, which is what we're talking about, <laughs> not movies. It seems like movies, but it's basketball. Like what the movie, what this, uh, what this series will do this year. Right. So to go back to Fast and Furious, I know you've all been waiting with bated breath. That movie, the fourth one, which was 2009. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> I remember crystal clear like it was yesterday. <laughs> That movie came after Tokyo Drift. I know you guys all know that. I'm just, you know, reminding you. Tokyo Drift was like nobody that was in the first one was in it. If they were, it was like barely. Just to remind you, it was the same franchise. It took place in Tokyo. Nice. Wow. It was a totally different thing. And then at the very end, they kind of hinted that they were going to come back. And then the fourth one made it what it is today. If we didn't have that fourth one, we wouldn't have this insane movie franchise where, like, gigantic men who may or may not be on steroids uh, are are doing things like driving a car out a window of one skyscraper and landing it in the window of another one or holding on to a missile as it slides across an Arctic tundra. Like, these are things we need as movies, (laughs) as moviegoers. We need to see the most insane stunt. And they established the ability to be like, we know it doesn't make sense and we don't give a fuck. And that's such a beautiful thing. Mm. So I think that's a fourth movie that's like, oh, you needed that fourth one. Because if it kept going down the road <laughs> of the Tokyo Drift, <laughs> it just wasn't going to work. And now we've got 18 more Fast and the Furious movies to look forward to and 18 more puns. In the titles of the, like the eight of the Furious was the eighth one. So you I, allegedly, I heard. You don't have a moment. I've never, I've never seen saying? it. I've never seen any of those films. So you don't think it's going to go the way of? I'm giving one example. Oh, that's just one example of a fourth movie. There's other examples. I think I'd, I'll let you talk about this one. But the fourth movie of the Star Wars franchise was the Phantom Menace. In 1999, it was. Uh huh. It was, uh, you know, controversial. Some some people were really glad that the the franchise was back. Mm-hmm. Some people were a little more displeased with how it was uh, represented. What year? How many years after the last one was oh, that? At least a decade, like twelve years. Because it was 1999 and 87. And 87. Yeah. Okay. Math that. Everybody else. Math that. Um. 
So it was. A, it had been a while. Yeah. And they brought it back. They did. Introduced some new characters. A couple, couple new characters. Couple new guys. Uh, some really, really great ones. Like Jar Jar Binks. Uh, oh, Darth Maul. Like Jar Jar Binks. Ooh. He was. Ooh, Jar Jar. Wait, I can't do it. Yeah. I thought I had Misa. one. Misa. Misa. Jar Jar Binks. <laughs> <laughs> and so, what, like, what argument could that make for how this one could go? Uh, that sometimes the fourth installment, uh, doesn't exactly continue the franchise on in the direction you want, but they can get their legs back under them. And then it can get good again. It can get good again. Like it can dip in the middle and then get get good. You know, a little valley in between those peaks. A little valley and then we got to have the peak and then the The, the valleys make you appreciate the peaks. Appreciate the peaks, right. So this is a valley is what you're saying right now? That could be the start of the valley and then it could be back, back on the way up. Sure. Could be on upswing. Could, could be, could, right, or could be, could be Indiana Jones and the Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. I, that's exactly what I think it is, by the way. Really? You think it's going that downhill? Well, no, uh, <laughs> no. Okay, first off, I People think- People liked Crystal Skull. So here's Ugh. the thing. When you heard there was going to be a fourth Indiana Jones, you're like, really? Not me. I was like, oh, Shia LaBeouf, I'm in. Okay, and that's fair. <laughs> but you're a lot I of love peop- the buff. A lot of people were like, really? Harrison Ford's no. going to come back and do this thing? <laughs> like, seriously? And it's like, I- I'm, I'm over this. We're over it. Just let it go. But then if you just go and watch the movie as a just, I'm just going to watch it as an Indiana Jones fan, and it doesn't make a difference that it's ridiculous because all the other ones were ridiculous anyways, mm-hmm. it actually was, it actually sort of fit with what it was that I was expecting. And I think that's what this series is going to be. I'm like, Really? Again? But once I get into it, I'm going to be like, oh, you know what? Actually, this is what I wanted. This is this is pretty close to what I wanted. Another thing that a, f- a fourth version could do is repeat all the same stuff that made you like one or two or three. But it's like you don't need it a fourth time. Like Shrek. Mm. That's fair. Shrek 4, whatever it was called. Forever After. Yeah. Was just like. Yeah, no, you're right. This is the thing we really liked about the other ones. Mm-hmm. I can't quite put into words why we don't like it now. Yeah. But we do not like it. Mm-hmm. Please stop doing it. <laughs> You've got to make a new movie. You can't just make a chewed up and spit out version of the first few movies. Yeah. And that's, I think, the exhaustion that people feel when they talk about Cavs Warriors. Of that's like, fair. again, we're going to have the same storylines. Does LeBron need help? Can he do it all himself? Are the Warriors a super team? Michael Jordan, for some reason. Kobe inserting himself into the argument. It's just going to keep happening. And nobody wants that. I'm trying to think if there's any other fourth movies that we missed. There's sometimes where, you know, the fourth movie is widely loved. People really enjoy it. But let's say sometime in the future we go back and watch it and we're like, ah, it's a little problematic. Like what, Katie? Uh, thank you for asking. Like Thunderball, the James Bond film. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Where you go back, you're like, I, rem- I remember loving this. And now I feel bad. What? I don't remember. It's a little rapey. Oh. It's a little chauvinist. It's a little, it, no one's going to like that take. Like, don't touch Sean Connery. He can't uh, be touched. Oh. Is Sean, Sean Connery here? <laughs> yeah, he just, he likes to talk in the third person. And he just came in and said, Stop what you're doing. I'm losing it. Yeah. Every time you like it and then you look at me, when Ashley says I really like that and looks at me like wanting more, I go, what's happening? I like, fall into this like dark hole in my head. Yeah, he left. Hard. He had to go. So, oh. but, um, but yeah, Thunderball. I've never had somebody People look at me and say, I like what you're doing. So I don't know. How I like that what you're feels doing. Like. So yeah, I just did it and you looked away. It's tough. Oh, it's weird. I like what you're doing. All right, we're going to get to some more news in a second. But first, I've got to tell you that today's podcast brought to you by SeatGeek, and I'm going to do that in the style of what, Dop? Oh, that is great, Katie. I think That is great, Katie. <laughs> yeah. Well, I just wanted you to know you're doing a great job so far today. Thanks, Dop. Yeah. You are also on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> like, thank you. Uh, I would like you to do this live read as though you are a first-time stand-up comic who bombs miserably by the time you get to the end of your bit. I, I wouldn't know anything about what that feels like. Oh. But I will try my best. <laughs> How are we doing, everybody? We good? We good? I'm I'm Katie. Where are you from? No, I was talking to him. Okay. Well, so I, th- I was thinking the other day, you know, like, 
SeatGeek is the smartest, easiest way to get tickets to every type of live event. You know, whether you're searching for a, a last-minute deal, <laughs> planning a night out, or you need to find the perfect gift. <laughs> it usually kills. Uh, SeatGeek uh, it helps you find the best seats at the best prices, fully guaranteed. I'll tell you what. There is nothing quite like seeing your favorite team or musician in person, and SeatGeek will get you closer to the action for a great value. You know? Am I right? It's not necessary. It's really not necessary. Uh, you know, SeatGeek, SeatGeek is designed to make your ticket buying experience easier than ever. Like, like easier than your first wife. <laughs> you okay? <laughs> Surprisingly funny. Uh, it's not hard. Just like you with your first wife. <laughs> anyway, they, uh, Ash, I'm bombing. I'm supposed to bomb. Stop being funny. <laughs> <laughs> they save you time and money by searching multiple ticket sites for you to compare prices and find amazing deals. And they, you, what I always say is like, they grade every ticket based on value to help you immediately identify the best seats within your budget. You know that? You know what that's like? You ever felt? Do you guys know? Get off the stage! You guys, you guys know what I'm, t- I feel like that was a common, everybody I know has been through that. You guys haven't been through that? This is weird. It's weird that you're not laughing at these jokes because they're funny. I think it's just that you don't get it. Like maybe you guys should work harder to get these jokes. Cause I'm killing. Okay, whatever. Every purchase is fully guaranteed so you can shop for tickets on SeatGeek with confidence. And best of all, you guys, you wonderful listeners who are totally funnier than me, and that's why no one's laughing, get $20 off your first SeatGeek purchase. All you have to do is download the SeatGeek app, enter promo code NOLAN today. That's promo code NOLAN. You're going to get $20 off your first SeatGeek purchase because fuck you. That's it. You know what? I that think is, I bumped. Yeah, I, th- I think that was actually pretty pretty spot I on. I think I bumped. So <laughs> <laughs> the part where Ashley laughed? <laughs> that was because oh. somebody bombing can be funny. Yeah, they're just not very funny. Yeah. Mm. Again, something I don't know anything about. All right, let's. Uh, we gotta talk more news. And I can't. I mean, personally, I can't think of anything like big that we need to talk about. So maybe we should get into just the Bachelorette. Not I don't like- think there's any sports stuff that happened that I'm willing to talk about. <laughs> and we should just jump right into television. Catherine, huh. what's up? I think the people need to hear how it went for you watching the Champions League final. I don't think they need that. I think the people need to hear. Do you want this? Do, the real story? Yes, please. Okay, so um. It's not like a, it's not going to be a good one, but whatever. So Liverpool, Real Madrid, Champions League final. I, as you may know, if you listen to this podcast, had to go to wanted to go to, but you know had to go to uh, Charleston mm-hmm. for uh, my future sister in law. I still get excited when I say that uh, her bachelorette party. Um, I had expressed concern that I wasn't going to be able to watch the game, and she was like, "Don't worry, there's other people that want to watch the game too." And so I was like, "Awesome!" Uh, it had happened that my Flight, you could either take like a 6 a.m., which, LOL, uh, or I could take a 10 something that would get me there at 1 30. And so I was like, ooh, cutting it a little close because the game's going to start at like 2 30. Um, but I was like, whatever, we'll figure it out. I'm getting there at 1 30. So I got there and I met them. And I guess during the time that I hadn't, um, I wasn't there for the beginning when they were making plans. So I missed the plan, which was to go to a winery. Um, and so I got, uh, also important to note, I got off the plane. I had on a Liverpool jersey and jeans and sneakers <laughs> and everyone's like in cute, not everyone, like all the girls, including the girls, but everyone in the, in Charleston yeah. is walking around in the cutest clothes. And I had on like, I still looked like I was East coast, you know, I was, or like up Northeast. So anyway, I show up, they're all in their cute clothes. They're probably going, I had never met these girls before. They are for the record. Amazing. We had an amazing time. I made a terrible first impression (laughs) because I walked up looking like, hey, check out my jersey. We all said we were going to watch the game, right? And then I heard them say winery and I was like, it's got to be one of those sports wineries wineries where you come in, you play pop a shot, you eat some grapes, watch a game. That's a fantastic business. I agree. And someone should capitalize on that. I'll tell you who didn't. The one we went to. So in the car... I, or maybe it was on the walk to the car. When we're going to the winery, I said to Julie, I'm like, hey, not to 
put a damper on. I literally just got here. This winery has TVs, right? And she, you could tell, did the same thing I was doing, which was like, I don't want to bring it up. I don't want to bring it up. And she was like, hey, I know we talked about it, but like, I'm sure we could like find a way to get it. Oh. And I was like, what? Wait, what? And I didn't want to ruin the mood. Again, you have these moments where you're like, what really matters? You know, mm-hmm. it, the game mattered. But I'm like, this is her bachelorette party. And for me to show up and be like, we're not going to a fucking winery. Right. We're going to a soccer game. Would have been insane. Mm-hmm. So I was like, you know what? I have a phone. I can stream it. It's. I, I was like, as long as you guys are okay with me being the psychopath who's staring at my phone for the entirety of this winery trip, who clearly couldn't care less about this winery, I'm here in spirit. I'm just going to be <laughs> looking at my phone. And they were like, yeah, you know, do what you got to do. So we get there. It is out there. Oh, no. The service, not great. So I was trying to stream it. Um, Most of the time, I couldn't tell what team was what. And one was wearing red and one was wearing white. That's how bad it was. Probably for the It looked. I was watching it as if uh, the winery tour had happened already and I was drunk. That's what it looked like. I couldn't make out solid shapes. The only thing I saw, like crystal clear, no skips, was like, I see Mo with the ball. Oh I see him on the ground. And then I'm like, well, he'll be okay. It's Mo. And they zoomed in and he was crying. And I started like tearing up and was just like, F- it's over. And that was early. And I knew it was over. So that's the only thing that made it made me like, I guess I'm, I should be grateful. I have an excuse to not watch the rest of this game. But at the same time was like, I can't believe I'm missing this game. It's a really weird thing to go through when you're like, you know, trying to be a good friend and trying to be a good fan and they're at odds with each other. But from what I've heard, and I'm, I, I maybe will go back and watch it eventually. I saw the, the Gareth Bale goal. Um, but I, I was like following along trying to like refresh Twitter because that's easier because it's not streaming video and you can do that with less service. But it was, it was tough. And I don't think I was probably very nice. Um, for most of that day. And again, it's the first time meeting these girls. So thank you to all of them for being the best. Like the rest of the weekend, nobody was like, all right, psycho, why don't you go watch sports on your phone? Like they were all really, really nice. And when I was like, when I got clearly, clearly emotional about Mo, they were like, oh, is everything okay? Like they cared, which they should have just been like, you're a fucking weirdo. Um, But yeah, so I didn't like really see it that much. But go Liverpool. That's fine. I told you I wasn't really expecting to win anyway. It's just a real bummer. Like, to be honest, the first thing I thought of is, you know, one of the storylines going into this whole thing, um, cause Mo is Muslim mm-hmm. and it's, uh, Ramadan. So you're supposed to fast. Right. And so it's this whole thing about like, is he going to eat? Is he not going to eat? And, you know, apparently there's a, a, a rule that if you're traveling, you can eat. And so since he was away, he was allowed to, but I bet there was a moment where it was like, for him and for Emery Chan, like, ever, for, like, a, there's another, there's, I think Sadio also is Muslim. There's gotta be a moment where you're like, am I gonna eat? Yeah. Like, am I gonna make this decision? Mm-hmm. And he did, and then half hour in, he can't even play. And I just was like, fuck. You could just see on his face, like, this was his, he, this was his year. Like, this was his season. Like, he crushed it. And this was gonna be the moment. Yeah. And he just was, he was done so early. It just was like a gut punch. And then, yes, Loris had a very bad game, but he was really sad about it. And I don't know if you saw the clip, but after the game, he was crying and went over to the fan section and was apologizing for losing the Champions League final for them. Where is it that you – I mean, this really is one of those things where it's like you are a diehard fan that you care so much. No, I am i don't even want to say that. I'm not a diehard fan of Liverpool. I love them, and I really this year enjoyed watching them because of Mo and the energy he brought and just like you know you love a team when you watch them celebrating a goal and your thought for me is like my boys when you see them and you're like those are my boys like and I had that this year with them where it was like look at them I love them like those are my boys and even I was like really (laughs) it's 7 (laughs) a.m why are you awake (laughs) go back to bed you don't have to watch European soccer but they were just so fun but I don't want to, I mean, there are much more diehard fans than me. I'm sure. not, I wouldn't even come close to diehard. I just really wanted to, it was such a big game. But Katie getting up at 7 a.m. to watch a soccer game is a pretty big deal. 
Yeah. Wouldn't you say? Or DVRing it. Or DVRing it. No big deal. (laughs) So that was that. But the rest of the weekend was amazing. I'm telling you, these women were incredible. We had so much fun. We went all over drinking. I still have... So my chest still red at the top right there. It is. I had a, uh, we put on temporary tattoos. Oh. And I was going to put mine on my face. And then at the last minute it was like, okay, that'd be a little much, but I put it right in the middle of my chest. <laughs> so I was walking around what all day. What did it say? It said, uh, bride tribe. Oh. Whatever. Keep your judgments to yourself. No big deal. We went to one of the recommendations you gave us. We went to Pugin's porch. Yeah. I had the best crab cake of my life. Oh. For breakfast. Yeah. The first thing I ate that day was a bite of that crab cake. It comes with creamed corn. And I was like, I don't ever want to leave here. <laughs> it was so good. But speaking of Bachelorette, mm-hmm. the Bachelorette is back. <laughs> speaking of Bachelorette, Bachelorette. The show. Yeah. It premiered Monday night. Mm-hmm. I did not watch it. Why? I'm glad you asked. Um, my flight back from Charleston was delayed 10 hours. You didn't mishear me there. Ten, I spent ten hours at the airport Ugh. on Monday. It's brutal. Ten. I was almost late. I ru- I know, shocking. <laughs> I rushed in. I'm like, I made it to the flight. We boarded. We sat there. You know when you're sitting there and starting to get like, oh, oh you've been sitting. Mm. Oh, no. Like, we've been sitting here for quite some time. And then they're like, uh, you know, we're just waiting on this thing. It'll be just a few minutes. They said that five times. And then the last time they're like, we're not going to make you wait on board anymore. Get off. You can leave your bags if you want, which I was like, that's a good sign. That means they're going to fix it. Then we're waiting at the gate. They won't give us any updates. Then they give like a, we're trying to figure it out. We need a part. We're waiting for a part to arrive from a different airport. And then we got to install it. And then they were like, if you left your bag on the plane, come get it. And it was like, no. And then it was another update. And eventually they just had to fly in another plane from another airport for us to take that plane. But then that plane had mechanical issues at the oh other airport. Gosh. So then we were waiting for that plane to take off to come. I didn't, the flight was at 1030 in the morning. And we didn't leave until 9.30 or 9. So it was like a tent all day. I made friends. I made enemies. There was one guy when they made like one of, it was probably around like five or six. I don't know. The hours all blend together when all you have to eat is Burger King and you've done like three crossword puzzles. But there was one guy that was like, the woman was like, attention, people on flight, whatever. Uh, you know, the, we just got an update and he just went, liars! <laughs> You're lying. She's lying to us. They've been lying all day. And you just saw like a wave of emotion sweep over everyone. That was like, I'm I'm living vicariously through what you're doing. It's very cathartic for me. But at the same time, I will not associate with you. <laughs> you have reached the point of no return. It's an, a fascinating study in human psychology to spend 10 hours at an airport. But anyway, so I didn't watch uh, The Bachelorette premiere. Mm. Uh, did you? I watched part of it. Da? <laughs> yeah. No. No. Oh, that was a little judgy. Wow. Okay. Well, if you'd like to sit this next segment out. No, I'd like to be a part of this free. next segment. I don't want to, I'm, I don't want to ask you to do something below you. It's not below me. It's, it's not, like just slightly. It's just not, you know how we all have things? Like yeah. The bachelorette, the bachelor, the bachelorette is just, they're not really my thing. What if I told you it was just like Firefly? Then I would give it a shot. I think you should give it a shot. Look, people always sh- on this show, and I get it because on the surface, if you have never seen it or if you used to watch it, it's like what a dumb thing to like. But there's something about the show that they they have – it's just like the Fast and the Furious. They have they have figured out what they're doing, and then they just crush it. They The, the producers are like in on the joke. It isn't like they're yeah. producing a show about romance and true love. They know what's funny. And then they produce around it. Last season was their first misstep in a long time. I didn't watch Oof. the season because I didn't like Ari. I think yeah. he's just a blank piece of paper. Mm-hmm. But the the at the end of the season, they did a thing where they like left a camera uncut on uh, Becca, Becca, who's the who's this season's Bachelorette, and Ari. He had said he was he had proposed to her, mm-hmm. and then he breaks up with her and goes to the other girl, which like just fuck you all around to him. But they filmed the whole thing uncut and aired it uncut, and it was it was uncomfortable. It was painful. It was like you pushed this too far. Yeah, it was weird. So that's their first misstep in a while. So I'm happy to. I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing how they fix it. But it's they are they're just it's like a master class in producing with no regard for human life and emotions. Mm-hmm. So anyway, I like to do this thing. We used to do it on our old podcast, but I guess we can do it here if that's okay with you guys. 
Yeah. Yeah. It's okay. okay. Where we're going to pick the dudes. We're going to pick who's going to make it to the final three and who our winner is. Okay. For those of you who don't watch, the final three is the fantasy suites. That's where uh, the bachelorette is down to three bachelors and they spend a night together, which is a thing that, quote unquote, hasn't been allowed throughout <laughs> the rest of the season. So it's like, oh, if they're going to bang... They can bang now, um, allegedly or whatever I'm supposed to say. But that's kind of the uh, narrative of the fantasy suites. Uh, Ashley, you watched the most. I'm going to be doing mine based off of their biographies. Okay. Um, you watched the most. So do you want to go first? Uh, I would love to go first. So am I, am I doing all three? Uh, yeah, like, it's just not a draft. A so we might all end up picking the same. I'm wondering if I should go first. Because you know more yeah, about them than I, me. I will influence your pick. Yeah, and I don't want that. Right. Can't have you influencing me. No. Okay, so my final my final three. Number one, Colton. Mm. Now, Colton is a former football player? Correct. Tell me more about him. I'm, I didn't write down all the notes. Strong air quotes. What? Strong air quotes for former football player. Why, oh, why is that? Judgy McJudgerton. Uh, because he... <laughs> you never drafted him in your fantasy league? Because he never made it off a team's practice squad. Okay. So what? I never made it onto a team's practice. No, no, no. Squad. I, I'm not saying that that doesn't make him. A, I'm just saying, like he's okay. When you so say, he's not. It's not Drew Brees, right? We didn't get the celebrityest celebrity. Yes. But Colton, who was named after the Colts, and has a dog named Sniper, who's really cute. Uh, I'm picking him. I think that's a great pick. He's very handsome. Mm-hmm. He's you know got all the stuff you need and a virgin. Now that's important. Because fantasy suites, that's a great narrative. And they would never let her cut him before they have to have the conversation about whether or not he's ever had sex. Right. So he is beelining for the fantasy suites. He's in my final three. Okay. My other, my second pick is Kriston. Mm. That's how you say it? Kriston. Yep. Kriston. Kriston. Uh, he used to be a Harlem Globetrotter. Yes. Now he's moved on to the more respectable profession of pro dunker. That's, that's <laughs> a very important distinction. I think it's the same thing, but I like him. He's cute. I heard, I saw the clip that he he dunked over her. Yes, last night, like that was his. I'm here. I'm gonna dunk over you. It was unbelievable. Yeah, I it think he's so charming. Good. I don't know. I got a good feeling about him. And Dop, you said you like know of his Instagram videos and stuff and that he's really talented? Yes. I mean, he yeah. goes by Chris Staples on you know, when you look at him up on YouTube, but... Uh... But Dop's not really into this stuff, you know? Okay. He just knows what he goes by on the internet. A lot of sports stuff in this season. So many sports. A lot of sports ties. It's a really good reason for us to talk about it. Okay. And now my third pick, this is tough, because part of me is like, I want to go with Ryan. He's the He's a banjoist. He's in a bluegrass band with his family. He plays ukulele and guitar and trombone, which is like the one that doesn't really fit, but good for him. <laughs> he's cute. He's whatever. Did I say he's from the Cape? I like that. Yeah. And then I'm like, no, you got to go with uh, Garrett because, look, Garrett's a villain already a little bit. He's been in some controversy about some stuff. Right, but they don't know he's a villain. They don't know that. But you know who does is the producers. Mm-hmm. And the producers do have a say in who makes it. But isn't it already decided? Isn't the whole thing done? Yeah, but these, I don't think these posts that, so it's a controversy. He liked posts on Instagram that, that aren't great. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know me, I don't police likes. I said that last <laughs> two episodes ago, so I can't go back on that now. Um, but I think, I don't think they were liked between filming and airing. Like I'm pretty sure, like this is, I think the producers know. Right. So you think they knew and they knew it was going to be an issue? I think that, I don't know. I think that the producers are going to, he got an, oh, he got the first impression, Rose. That, which to me is hugely important. Right. And that's, that usually means they're going to win. The last three bachelorettes, the Look first Ashley impression. Miller staff. Seriously. <laughs> the first impression Rose guy was the guy that they went with. But so, but I, I think I'm going to pick John because he invented Venmo and we know what that means. <laughs> And then my winner is is the first kid, Colton. Who you got? Okay. My top three were literally Colton, Kristan, and Garrett. Oh, no! Yeah. Really? And then I, I also had Colton winning. 
Oh, wow. Yeah. It's so like we're the same person. No not way. great. Okay. For it, content But wise. it's great for our friendship. It, <laughs> which, yes, I agree. Top, are yours worth sharing? Yeah, you bet they are. What do you got? All right. So I've got- I can't wait to hear- I cannot wait to hear this. I know. I know. <laughs> so I've got three. One of them is the same. I also Oh, yeah, picked, three. I, I also picked Kristan. Uh, okay. I like him a lot. Um, the other two that I picked were Mike from Pro Football Focus- Oh, why? Okay. Why? Big fan tell of me Mike. why. I will tell you why. I picked Mike because he loves festivals and state fairs. <laughs> and I think that's important to show that he's a down-to-earth kind of guy. You know for what? The, for the listeners out there, Mike is the one who showed up with a cutout of the guy who a brutally dumped Becca on national television. Please continue. And I love his long hair. I mean, <laughs> dude looks good. I'm not going to lie. Uh, well, so then what about the, what's the, uh, Leo, Leo, so then the my stunt third, man. So then my third pick is no. Leo. Are you kidding me? The stunt man. Dob has a type. And, and you want to know why? Because of the hair? Leo's been growing his hair for 10 years. And you know what Becca is looking for? She's looking for someone who is commitment. willing to have oh, commitment. God. He's going to make a commitment joke. Mm-hmm. And he has been committed and he has shown that he can have commitment. And that is not a problem for him. Or he has abandonment issues. Because he can't get a damn haircut because he has to hide behind it. Maybe. He's, cu- he's so attached, he can't live without his hair. You know, it's possible, Katie, but also I'm really big on everyone that I have is 27 or older. I think that, what is, how old is she? 28? 27, yes. 28? 28. I think that, I think she's going to be looking for older guys. So a lot of the younger guys, it's just me, you know. I'm, I think <laughs> that she needs to be able to find someone that's mature enough to be able to handle who she is. Okay. Thanks. Thank you, Dop. You're welcome. So Ashley and I both had. Colton and Kriston. Mm-hmm. Kriston. I'm saying that wrong. Like yeah. I'm saying it like a croissant. 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 Uh, and then you had Garrett. Yeah. And I had... John. John. Alex is my other... If if Garrett's too problematic, then... Alex is boring. I wrote I snooze. He's... Likes country, beach, and his dog. Like, we get it. Right. He's a safe pick. It's boring. But it's going to be Garrett. It's boring. There's a guy that likes guac and hates avocado. That doesn't make any sense. Immediately eliminated him. I respect that. He dressed up as a chicken. I don't respect that. Because. Um, and Dop had. I just lost my page that I wrote all that on. Dop had Kristan, Mike, Leo. Yep. I'm all right. T- I'm taking Leo all the way. You, oh, I forgot to ask all you. All the so way? You think Leo's going to win? Oh, Dop. Guys. Guys, come on. Commitment. Oh, Dop. Also, fun fact former Eagle. Clay Harbor in the mix. Yeah. Sure. Pretty boring. Though. He doesn't curse. Snooze. <laughs> um, all right. I was going to say, Ash, we got to make you pick somebody else for the winner, but no, that's okay. I won't do that to you. We could do that for the content, but I would never ask you to sacrifice your integrity for the content. Uh, all right. I'll take Chris Don. <laughs> okay. <laughs> that was I mean, easy. I picked the walrus, so. Cuckoo, cachoo. <laughs> All right, I feel like uh, (laughs) I liked the silence. I liked the silence. All right, so that wraps up all the big news. Yeah, I think we touched on all of it. We had NBA, NHL, English soccer, nope, European soccer, and uh, The Bachelorette. And I'd like to get in another voicemail, which I think we'll have time, but I also have to tell you that today's pod is brought to you by Miller Lite. So let's do it in the style of something fast. How about an auctioneer? Oh, shit. How do they talk? This episode is brought to you by Miller Lite, Miller Lite, Miller Lite here. Hey, when game day comes and there's only one thing in your mind, winning. Miller Lite is the beer that brewed have more days with only 96 calories and 3.2 grams of carbs. So you never have to compromise on game day. That's 96 calories, 3.2 grams of carbs here. Wait, now I'm like a hot dog salesman. (laughs) It's a win-win. That means it'll never be the same. It'll never be the same. Game day will never be the same. And going once, going twice. Miller Lite, hold true. Maybe do it another time. This episode is brought to you by Miller Lite, Miller Lite, Miller Lite, going once, going twice. When game day comes around, there's only one thing on your mind. Winning, 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 winning. Miller Lite is the beer that's crude, brewed to have more taste with only 96 calories and 3.2 grams of carbs. That's 9, 96. Do I, do I hear 97? Do I hear 97? Do I hear 98? 98? 98? Nope. 96 carbs. 96 calories. Holy sh**. 96 carbs. <laughs> 96 calories, 3.2 grams of carbs. and never have to compromise on game day. It's a win-win. That means game day will never be the same. Miller Lite holds true. Sold! Yay! <laughs> All right, so that means we have time for one more voicemail. What is it, Doc? Hi, Katie, Ashley, and Doc. This is Lauren from Dallas. Full disclaimer, my boyfriend and I have a bet to see who can get on the podcast first. Yes. So, you know, help sister out. He was also the one who referred me to sports. 
sports after hearing about the upset <laughs> bracket, which mm, tells you tells you a lot about me. Anyway, we both love watching the YouTube channel Hot Ones. If you haven't seen it, check it out. That has spurred a debate. What is your favorite hot sauce and not salsa? Okay, thanks. Bye. Oh, and Webb, if you're listening, then I won. Ha ha, suck it, boyfriend. <laughs> um, this is easy for me because I don't, I don't use a lot of hot sauce. It's Cholula. Mm. My favorite hot sauce is Cholula. For some reason, the spiciness does not bother me. Really? Yeah, but everything else, like even Tabasco, I'm like, I don't like it. But the flavor is so good in Cholula. That's my hot sauce. That's a good one. You got one? I can't handle. I'm such a wimp. I can't handle spicy things. I could never do hot ones. I've watched it and been like, oh, that would suck. No, thank you. Uh, Dot, what about you? Uh, I like Sriracha. That's certainly not what S- you meant. S-R-I-R-C-H-A. Sriracha. You like what? Sorry. Just your favorite hot sauce is? Sriracha. Okay. That's it for this week's edition of Sports. <laughs> It's best we just leave it. Uh, shout out to our sponsors, Stitch Fix, Miller Lite, and SeatGeek. Thanks for listening. Feel free to do it again later. Uh, you've got plenty of time. You have nothing to do. Unless you're going to go to that thing this weekend, but I think you should cancel it and just listen to the podcast a couple more times. Uh, if you are enjoying what we're doing here, whatever it is that you think that is what we're doing here, if you love Sriracha too, uh, be sure to let us know by, uh, by rating and reviewing because we read the reviews and they bring us joy. You know, especially this one from MidKid45. He says, I have an Android phone, but downloaded iTunes on my crappy old PC. Can you do that on PC? Oh, yeah. Don't fact check. Dop. My crappy old PC, just to leave this review, the way your brains work is so amusing and a tiny bit concerning. Keep up the great work. (laughs) If I had a dollar. Uh, if you want to ask us a question and have us answer it, you should leave us a voicemail. It's 860-506-5571. That's everything, right? Yep. Say goodbye, Ash. Bye. Say goodbye, Dot. Bye. Bye. I love you. Mean it. Sriracha. Simply Safe Home Security is like getting commercial grade enterprise level security, but for your own home. Think about the security Fortune 500 companies use. They need to know police are going to be on the scene immediately. This is exactly the kind of security you get with Simply Safe. If there's a break-in, Simply Safe uses real video evidence to give police an eyewitness account of the crime, and that means police dispatch up to 350% faster than for a normal burglar alarm. With Simply Safe, you get comprehensive protection for your home. Outdoor cameras and doorbells alert you to anyone approaching your home. Entry, motion, and glass break sensors guard inside. Plus, Simply Safe protects your home from fires, water damage, and carbon monoxide poisoning. It's all monitored 24-7 by live security professionals. You can set up your system yourself with no tools needed, or Simply Safe's experts can do it for you. And it's only 50 cents a day with no contracts. Go to simplysafe.com slash Nolan today to get free shipping on your order, plus a 60-day money-back guarantee. That's simplysafe.com slash Nolan to save on home security today. Simplysafe.com slash Nolan.